Welcome to Tales from the Green Room, backstage conversations from popular music venues around the country, curated by Mount Tam Media. Listen in as hosts Dennis Trusulo and Mount Tam Media founder Tammy Larson dig up conversations with artists before and after shows in the exclusive confines of the Green Room. Hello, it's Dennis Trazulo and Tammy, Tales from the Green Room is back. Uh, hi. Hi, <laughs> Dub Nation. Is that? Yeah, I got my Dub Nation going. <laughs> they're not doing so well. Uh, right they're now. not doing so well, but tonight's a big game. I won't uh, reveal what date we're recording this. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to win or lose, but in any case, gosh, we had so much fun in the Green Room at Sweetwater Music Hall a couple of weeks ago yeah. interviewing Pink Talking Fish. I know, you know, I was thinking the other day, you know, it's amazing to get them especially right before they go on stage because they're hyped up and they still have energy. And usually, you know, we get all of that. And it's so spontaneous and fun. And they brought it. They really they brought, brought it. it. You know, sometimes we ask the artist, would you prefer to do it before, after your dinner, before sound check, after sound check, after <laughs> the show? And I like it way better when we do it before the show because we could go enjoy the show and have having completed this. But yeah, their energy was awesome. And um, they were teasing each other. We have some video of this one too, which will be shared. And they they talked about their love for the Sweetwater Music Hall, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Uh, they talked about playing kids shows, fish kids shows. We got I think into, we found out that one of them, what in high school, something did he win? Some? Uh, Mr. Richfield, that was Cal. <laughs> yeah, Cal. And they teased. Oh boy, Great they teased. Story. Cal got teased a lot, not only for that, but for liking John Mayer for some reason. <laughs> and, well, I think uh, a lot of people probably get I, uh, But, uh, you know, uh, Ricky James definitely defended him. They chatted a bit about Jam Cruise because uh, Neighbor had been on Jam Cruise, Ricky mm-hmm. being with Neighbor as well. We love uh, Neighbor too. We love Neighbor too. And the George Porter story that came out from, well, it was actually instigated by, who who brought that up? It was, Ricky brought the, told the story, but it was, this is Eric, thank you very much, Eric. <laughs> She's and, stumbling, let, let me, the stumbling, bumbling, <laughs> Eric Gold, who is actually the founder of Pink Talking Fish, and Zach Berwick, the drummer, mm-hmm. just to introduce everybody, Cal Kehoe, great guy on guitar, and uh, the aforementioned Ricky James on keyboards, and uh, what fun. So they will be performing uh, not at Skull and Roses this year, but they have many times in the past. But boy, are they going to be busy. They have a multiple dates in the East Coast, in the Midwest, uh, April, all the way through July. And so, just came out with a new record. Uh, oh, no, that's 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 see, Neighbor, that's but that's, that, okay. You know, that's, that's okay. That's a crossover. That's a stumble bumble. Hey, yeah. But that's okay. Nice promotion. So listen, yes, that's the point. Listen, this was a very fun interview. We will get back to the green room in just a moment, but first, we'd like to thank and hear from our sponsor helping make this podcast possible. This episode of Tales from the Green Room is brought to you by the Sports and Entertainment Group of the O'Hagan Meyer Law Firm. O'Hagan Meyer is a proud holder of a Mansfield Rules certification, reflecting an ongoing commitment to consider a broad pool of candidates as it hires and promotes by intentionally including lawyers who identify as members of historically underrepresented groups. The Mansfield rule is named after Arabella Mansfield, the first woman admitted to the practice of law in the United States. Mansfield rule certification reaffirms O'Hagan Meyer's commitment to equity and inclusion. The firm has a national scope with offices in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, Boston, Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C., and can be found on the web at ohaganmeyer.com. 
Let's talk about jam. Let's let's say pink talking fish. Wow. Here at the Sweetwater, this is Dennis Trusillo, Mount Tam Media, with my sidekick, I like to call her. You know, uh, <laughs> Tammy Larson, uh, the founder of Mount Tam Media. And we are just so pleased to have you guys here tonight in the green room at Sweetwater Music Hall for Tales from the Green Room. And one thing we're doing, as I told all of you, I think most of you, we're trying to start things off with our conversations, talking about your thoughts, memories of Sweetwater. Sweetwater turned 50 years. We were pointing earlier to the old Sweetwater, which we call the original. That's how we're supposed to call it, the original Sweetwater. We have a picture on the wall here. But uh, everybody has some emotion or uh, something that moves them about Sweetwater. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves first? We're going to start with Zach, because I'm looking right at him. Okay, that's where I saw that coming, yeah. <laughs> I saw that coming. Zach, you're the uh, drummer, Pink Talking Fish? Yes, sir. Yes, I am. Zach Burke. I'm the drummer for Pink Talking Fish. Tell us about your Sweetwater experiences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He froze. Well, it's fucking age, shit ass. Uh, no, we're, 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 I'm sorry. What you uh, asked? You played at Sweetwater before? No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when when I think of this place, and it, first of all, it's nice that this is the last stop of this little run that we're doing. Because I mean, we have a lot of places that we love playing, but every time we've played here, it's just got a nice homey feeling. Oddly enough, one of the first things I think about is we walk in the door and they just like give us like this delicious coffee like immediately and it just makes us feel good and the sound is always good and we always have a great time and we always get connected and there's just something about it. It's just, uh, it's fantastic. Did you want to plug that coffee? Do you know which coffee it, it <laughs> I think is? it was called Good Good Coffee Incorporated. All right. <laughs> I got to tell you, some, somebody else mentioned Good Coffee. I don't know if it was you. Was it you? Yeah, Rick? coffee's great. Yeah. Did you say it about <laughs> we, here too? We did. We, I, I, I'm serious because we walk in, they're like, here you go. And it's like I the one that. thing you need immediately. We um, talked to Rick a few months ago when he was here with Neighbor. And I believe you said one thing you remember is the coffees. And that, you guys did not plan that. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> serious not because not every, not every place does that right no. away. I don't yeah, know. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. And the first thing I did when I got here was drink a cup of coffee. So whatever <laughs> yeah. coffee. Okay. Yeah, okay. And the All first right. thing you want when you walk in is like, God, I wish I had a Tell cup of coffee right now. Tell me the name right of the now. brand again. Oh, I made that up. Okay, good coffee go corporate with... is not real. <laughs> yeah. Fine now. We're looking for a sponsor. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be a really good podcast sponsor. Too. Yeah. The coffee that's served at Sweetwater. I think so. I think it's called Fucking A. That's nice. Incorporated. Yeah, we're on. It. We're on to something, Cal. I'm gonna. I'm skipping around. I want to go around the room. You know, wow, I swear it's just skipped you guys uh, going right. Yeah, the no, we'll go back to Rick. But uh, Cal, welcome. Hi. Yeah, how's it going? Thanks T for having me. Introduce yourself. My name is Cal Kehoe. Uh, I'm the guitar player in Pink Talking Fish, and my Sweetwater memory is the first time I played here. It was my 13th show with Pink Talking Fish. I remember that, yeah. And I said on stage, this is my 13th show with these guys, and then these guys proceeded to say, yep, he just turned 13 years old. <laughs> and like people afterwards were like, are you really 13? Oh my God. Well, that says a lot about our crowd. That's my I was just gonna say, <laughs> yeah. A lot about the crowd. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he had a you beard either. Yeah. I didn't have a beard. You, no. don't, look, you don't look old. Though. Yeah. How long have you been playing uh, guitar count since yeah. the womb? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, to be fair, it could be like a big situation where he wished he was bigger, and then he came here, and then de-aged. That's That's a, this is a new thing that we invented last night. Getting it's big. called big. You, like this weekend, we got bigged. Where you just go to Zoltar, yeah. you have you I'm know you actually, hang out. I'm actually twelve. <laughs> you hang out and you just turn into a, either a, a little kid. Or, or, we were talking well, about earlier, right? We yeah. got back to the hotel at like three in the morning last night. We were waiting for the guy to check us in, and Rick's just kind of like 
just like slowly walked away outside and we're like, look at him. And then Cal was like, yo, he's just gonna like turn into like a tiny little boy with the big clothes on. Yeah. And just like, you know, like the end of big. Uh, yeah. And we, you know, it was big late. We were dying Hanks. laughing. So yeah. getting big. It was also 4 a.m. after a long drive. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, it was three hour show. It yeah. made sense. It made sense okay. at the time. All right, well, so here you are. Here you are, 13 years later. Uh, <laughs> Eric, we just uh, wait for you, even though you're the reason this band exists. And can I say that? Is that fair to that's say? Def- that's Is that fair to say? I guess I'm the, the match. But this is the fire. Yeah, let's oh, put it that awesome. way. Yeah, um, tell us about your uh, Sweetwater experiences leading well, up to you know, tonight. It's so cool. I played Sweetwater many, many years ago with Particle, and so it was so fun because it, it had a long time apart from it to come back with Pink Talking Fish, and we wound up not just coming here for a show every once in a while, but we wound up doing multiple three night runs here, and so we we were camped out and got to know the neighborhood. We, you know got to go on on the awesome hikes in the area Muir Woods and and all the things I would say if I had to pinpoint something that was unique and special because we've only done this a handful of times and uh, speaking from a from being a dad one of the three night runs that we did on the Sunday we did a kids show here oh. and it wasn't like something that someone else designed we created our own kids show and created our own special props for it and took some antics that that each band has done and brought it into something that was kid friendly. Was that that what's led? Because you know they do a kid now. Maria has this Sunday thing. Well, I don't think it led it to to it. Like you know, kid shows have been popping up and happening for a while now. But but we had our own going on and and it was super fun. It was such a good time. Particle or pink talking? No, that was pink talking fish. It was one of our three night runs. We did Friday night and Saturday night. You know, evening shows and then we did a Sunday. I guess it was morning, maybe early afternoon. (laughs) This is the first yeah. one we did, right? What's yeah. the this first? This is where we had like we, yeah, we, we the very first. No, Portsmouth was, but this was a second. So what do you do um, at yeah, a pink anyway, talking? I was gonna say we had What's that? What do you do yeah, at a pink so, talking? Uh, yeah. So we kick off with life during wartime and we all get everybody warmed up running into place just like they do within there we created these $2,001 bills and we play money and we hand out money to them Uh, Fish had a thing called Big Ball Jam where they had these giant balls and they threw them to the crowd and jammed out to them and we do that with balloons Ricky created a dance for the camel walk, for camel walk. Yes, I did. And, uh, I forgot about and that. And so we teach everybody the camel walk dance. And then we do some like classic, Fun stuff. some classic things like a freeze dance. I, I don't remember what we did that for, but it was. Right. Um, I love yeah, that. and, and it yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch no. of different things. <laughs> <laughs> they are not. I want to add something about that experience. That is so cool. It was absolutely so adorable. Cool. And, you know, we've done it a couple times. It was really cute. Not to get too personal, but Eric. Eric had had a like a, a medical thing, like a surgery that happened on his face, where like he couldn't. The baby looks seven years old. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, we yeah, go again. Big surgery. He had a big, he had a big <laughs> surgery, so you know his it was tender around his nose. You know they broke his nose, and it was like you know don't get anything in the face basically, <laughs> and we start <laughs> we start bouncing around the room, and it was like. It was a big deal. Like we had these massive, giant, like New Year's Eve style fish balloons, and these kids are running around, and like we start the song, and it was almost like I watched this five-year-old kid like volleyball spike the balloon right into Eric's mic, and it was like, 
and we all if you there's a video of it we all could not get through the song without oh, dying you know. laughing can we get that video we'll we can have do a lot it's, 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 it's around because we can think, do a lot uh, with that when this, this podcast yeah. is released we're gonna we're have gonna that thing you can link to it right it was that's one beautiful. of the funnier things we've, oh, uh, we've experienced I just stage. love the, the creativity right I mean it's not just bringing the kids in and doing all the normal stuff but you actually like applied it to it? the, you know, the other, that's cool. The, vi the video guy repla you know, replaced me, you know, repositioned me. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I was a witness to that event. Were you? I would, you I would attest. Do you, have oh, that, really? do you have that on like professional? Oh. Okay. It is. It, it, okay. It, it, yeah. All right. That's, that's, that, that's a beautiful thing. Awesome. Well, you know, oh, God, let me you. tell you something, Eric. I want to say <laughs> something, Eric. You, speaking of kids, you adopted two children. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, that is so cool. For yeah. you. Both from China. Both from China. That is yep. badass. Yeah. yeah, they're wonderful kids. How old are they now? They're now they're nine, about to be nine and eleven years old. Okay, so yeah. that was when Particle had to kind of stay stay behind. Sorry, that's probably my just oh, oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> What's that? Usually off and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your phone? Yeah, oh, okay. Well, that's all good, good. But anyway, that's super cool because I know yeah. that. So you're all about TikTok. <laughs> no, fortunately not yet. Not but yet. it's right around the corner. Now off. I will say a cool thing about my kids is they've both been on stage with Pink Talking Fish. Zia, my daughter, came on stage with us the first time we were on a boat cruise on the Boston Harbor. And Quinn is my son's name, and he was too young to come on board yet. But she came on, and we did Quinn the Eskimo. So oh, we were singing God. for Quinn on that. And she, you know, there were like over 400 people on there, and she was just fearless on stage. She had a guitar, and she it wasn't plugged in. She didn't know how to play it, but she was strumming along and singing the chorus. And then I think a year later, both of them came up and sang Rocky Top with us because they both just fell in love with that song. So they came up and did the chorus together yeah, with them. It. it was really right. fun. Because yeah. I know when this band started, when you realized you couldn't keep doing the particle thing, right? I mean, that was going to be it, it, uh, it, and have kids. It, it was, <laughs> it, it didn't happen quite like that, but but yes, a little bit. It was, uh, I, I took a step back from particle when I didn't know what being a dad was all and, and a musician was about yet. Right. And so right when uh, some members of it were ready to tour horse hard. And so, yeah, that happened. I had the idea for Pink Talking Fish back then saying, like, you know, maybe it'll be a little pet project of mine. It's It'll just be fun. And the side project's yeah. doing all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was Open that uh, Steve Mullitz? Is that? Uh, yeah, that's Steve. That's Steve. That's Steve. Yeah. yeah. So I met Steve. Well, I know his wife, Leslie. Do you guys nice. know I Leslie? love Leslie. Leslie's She's great. great. I met her yeah. here in San Francisco. Excellent. When she was dating Steve. Nice. Was first dating him. And then all of a sudden I see uh, they have a family that's going. They do? Yeah. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So uh, that's good. Good stuff. All right, Ricky. <laughs> yes. <no. laughs> You're just waiting patiently for us to address you. Oh, that was all great. Yeah. So. Man, we got to meet you, I think it was November or something, coming back with Neighbor at the time. We were just enamored with Neighbor because we had seen them at Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, they, uh, and it was all mixed up because, right? Because some bands got yeah, canceled the, because the, of the rain. The schedule got yeah, canceled schedule. Right. and we had you mixed up, the name of the band right. mixed up with another <laughs> band. And we, after we a while, we're like, this fucking band is great. And it was a, we had a different name. And then was ultimately, it, Dawes or it was Dawes. Dawes. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was somebody that was not as yeah. well. And all of a sudden. I love Dawes. Yeah, Dawes, Dawes was great. But anyway, we, we yeah. loved Neighbor. And then the next week, they happened to be coming out to San Francisco. So tell us, um, coming out to California, you know, because you guys, I mean, Pink Talking Fish, Neighbor. 
East Coast definitely locked in, but it's a little different out here. What's what, any any difference that you can talk about, or how do you get get that? Not playing as many venues because there's you know. On- I mean, it's it's interesting coming out here because like the lore of the Grateful Dead is just everywhere you go, <laughs> and it's awesome. You know, like going back to coming here for the first time. There was something I think that happened with the back line or something, and I needed an amplifier. And they were like, "Oh, just use Bob's amplifier." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> you know. So yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting first time here. Yeah. Um, and like like Eric said, you know, the three night runs. Yeah, it's it's a special place. It's 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 really amazing. And the people out here are chill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what's the name of the place that neighbor did their residency? Thunder Thunder Road. Thunder Road. Yes. And and I I've read about that and about how, you know, you you can just sort of be yourself there and mm-hmm. sort of try things out. And Sweetwater has a bit of that reputation too. It definitely has the come as you are kind yeah. of vibe when you walk in the door. Yeah, I was wondering if you guys felt that. Yeah. It's always comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Every time we come here, it's like, okay, let's let loose. Yeah. You know, and that's the same vibe at Thunder Road, you know? And Zach was Zach was the original drummer for Neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool. It's funny. Thunder Road, like, came and went. It was not that long. Four years or something like that, or like five years. Yeah. Right? Yep. We, we played there, and then it shut down. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but, but, but the yeah. Thunder Road Bar is at Soundcheck they, Studios right. in Pembroke, yeah. Massachusetts. Right. They, so there's a new venue in Massachusetts that's kind of become a secondary home for a lot of bands. It's called Soundcheck Studios, and they moved the Thunder Road sign from Thunder Road to Soundcheck up in the uh, up in the second the loft area there. So, and you know, a lot of people who go to Soundcheck now religiously were. You know, they were people who would always go to uh, to Thunder Road. So a lot of time it's the vibe, right? I mean, yeah. it's not always the place. Yeah. You know, if the vibe can yeah. switch to the, to the place, and then the, the, the walls have to accept that. That's right. After a while, that's right. You know, you know, it's funny. Somebody mentioned that whole the dead f- feeling that you get here, the Grateful Dead spirit or whatever it is. But we interviewed um, the Latin Dead. Have you heard of the Latin Dead? I haven't. They, they is just that what came, it that's like? uh, John, it's uh, John K. John Kadlicek and a whole group of musicians doing salsa and dead music so it's a bit of a you know That's same cool. idea it great. And it's pretty cool and the the lead guy there on stage says here we are in the epicenter right. <laughs> the epicenter of grateful dead culture right yeah, yeah. so right. i think that's what yeah. you were kind of yeah. talking about speaking of that you guys played last night uh with uh, jerry's middle finger yeah how was oh, that i'm Tell- dying to hear how that was yeah, yeah. they were great they were so good yeah they were like they sounded just they sounded just like jerry band and it was <laughs> And they were all super nice folks. Right. And that, like, makes a big difference. You know, when you meet people for the first or second time or whatever, first time, and it's, you know, they're just on the level. And they they treat you like they would treat, you know, their own. And, and it's, I, <laughs> I was uh, texting with uh, Ricky before this, and I noticed that you're nothing after this, right? You're going home, I yes. think, after this. And I said, hey, you ought to, maybe you should stay uh, Sunday night. There's this great band called Jerry's Middle Finger. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, they're playing in Fairfax, which is yeah. right down the road a piece. And then... Uh, little with, did you know. Little yeah. did I know yeah, you yeah. played with them last night. Yeah. yeah. So that's very cool. So, uh, Zach, you're keeping... Uh, 
your deportment is very good here. There must be something to talk about. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, you, you call me out? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. no, I'm calling you out because yeah, all, yeah. The, all the promise of, yeah. uh, you know, swearing, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> I thought I got it out like right away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got that yeah, out right away. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, so what, pretty fucking good. I, I know what I want to ask you about the, the set list. I don't know why I'm going to kick you out because the set list, that uh, is something that is different, right, mm -hmm. for you guys every time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as the drummer, you might be in the middle of that. Well, Eric will typically be the one to be motivated to do the bare skeleton of a set list. And he sends it out. <laughs> and either myself or one of the rest of us will be like, I don't want to do this. We're not doing this. We just, ri we, just, we just rip it apart. And to be fair, Eric is a very good sport about it. He's like, well, okay, okay. It's happened three times today. But it's the standard process. And I think there's something to be said about the way songs roll into each other, what part, you know, what's happening in the set, the way it's going, contrast song to song. There's a lot of songs that we were just talking about like that. There's change of pace songs. So if there's something really intense and then you can high energy and then you can go into like a really intense Floyd song afterwards, it becomes more placement is powerful and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, yeah, is it, it more strategy or is it slow? Both. Definitely both. And it's, 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 it's a combo of stuff that keeps us happy of what's exciting for us to play. And then also not getting too carried away with that and making sure we're catering to the crowd and what's going to keep them going and stuff like that. And it's like a balance, you know? Yeah. Interesting. And then you, so you could go to the Pink Floyd to settle things down, right? They all, even <laughs> like when, right when we started right. this band, people were like, oh, like, what's it like? And it's like, every band has its own thing. Like all, a lot of the Talking Heads stuff is really just like driving. Mm -hmm. It's like Talking Heads is kind of like 80s Afro, like Afrobeat shit. Yeah. And Pink Floyd is all, it can be really paced out and intense. Yeah. And fish is like all over the place, so you can use them like tools. As to a like drummer, which one do you enjoy the most? I love fish the most, but I always say I think when you do Pink Floyd right, yeah, it's like the most intense. Really? Like if Cal, like this is a tangent, but like out of all these bands and all this stuff, like I think you could argue that David Gilmore solos, mm -hmm. like people out there, like if you were like, oh, like if you told somebody to like mimic the Comfortably Numb solo, people right. know that shit like note for note, like the solo in time. People want to hear that stuff like note for note. Right. And when Cal does that shit well, which yeah. he like always does, and if like Ricky, Ricky's really good at the Pink Floyd vocals, yeah. and when people aren't doing too much and all those things kind of happen, right? It's like so intense and that's why. Amazing. Even it's not like the most exciting drums. If I was like 12, I'd be like, oh, I want to play the fast stuff. <laughs> yeah. But the older you get, and the, the more simple and right things are, the, the more, yeah, yeah th that's the stuff that like well, ma makes music really good. It was interesting because we interviewed Jay Lane, right? And he was talking about how, how cool it is to not necessarily be doing the rhythm, but like, you know, letting the guitar player, like really letting them go. Well, right? like and less is more. If, less you, is if, more. if you're playing, and you don't if, think that if, if you're, you're not playing a, a lot, that probably means you're not listening. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. you got to like set the table, at least yeah. for drums. It's like, you got to set the table so everyone else can eat. Right. Nice. Some, like some, that. That's really cool. Something popped into my head when we're thinking of the different types of music. Two things. One is David Byrne. I just saw David Byrne sit in with uh, Maggie Rogers. Oh, I, saw, I saw that. Too. that. Yeah. Which Did was. See that? Were you there? I wasn't there. No, there's I like wish I went. went. I love yeah. Maggie Rogers I too. Right. I happen to be there Jealous. in New York, Radio City, and all of a sudden David Byrne walked right in front of me. Wow. So talk about the uh, you know confluence of uh, yeah. different styles. And also the other thing I thought of was sort of the New Orleans vibe. And I know George. George Porter is somebody that uh, 
uh, you have some good memories with uh, oh, Eric. Sure. Yeah, okay. and I, I think of him because he was one of our very first interviews here about a year plus ago, yeah. and uh, just such a great guy, great music, and the, how he's evolved into this jam scene is amazing. Well, PTF has a good George Porter experience, and it actually didn't involve me. It involved Rick. Were you... In that, on that too, we, we were playing the Funky Biscuit in Florida. The only thing and I remember George was you opening say. for us. It was like a weekend where he was like doing a, a solo thing, like with pickup bands. So he was starting off the night and he was just grabbing other musicians, whether they were headlining the night or like bringing in some people. And obviously, I didn't play because it was already a bass player. Right. Say, well, how did <laughs> and, uh, you fit in? But uh, but I know I know Ricky was in on it, and that was your first time playing with George, right? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll he sat in with us, didn't he? On that sense? one, did this happen? <laughs> he did. He sat in I, with I, us. I, I, some, I, some, I have nightmares of this. Uh, <laughs> okay, here we go. Bring it out. Was here it bad? We go. No, it wasn't bad. I mean, it it was just it was intense, and you know, I was like the meters. And George Porter Jr. and like they meant so much to me growing up with like I listened to their music religiously. New Orleans music is a huge part of, you know, I hear that in your the way you yeah. play. Absolutely. And um, when he came up and was like, hey, man, you know, we don't have a we don't have a keys player. You want to play? And I was like, like, sit in. And he was like, no, just play the whole set. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and then I'm going to call my parents real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, I just was like, okay, and I, you know, I got up there, and it was, you know, he'd call me out to, like, start soloing, and I'd start soloing, and he just, like, you know, he's just so relaxed up there, and he's doing his thing, making it sound so good, and he just looks at me, and I'm I'm doing something, he's like, no, 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 And then he's like, yeah, 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 and then I'd change what I was doing, and he, yeah, 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 I'd just keep going that direction, that, no, 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 no. So it was like... I was oh just like <laughs> going back and forth and like just trying to like keep up and not throw up and like I don't even remember this. this is and, sorry uh, I brought it up. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no way. This is. Great. I mean, so that you know that whole uh, that whole thing was it was psychotic. Uh, <laughs> but, J.K. Simmons whiplash style. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nicer, it, yeah. nicer. It was, but it was. Uh, I mean, it was exciting to say the least. Another funny thing that happened that night was he did sit in with us on Talking Heads, Houses of Motion. And I sing lead on that song. And so I was singing, I am not just a front man singer. That is absolutely not You're my comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, not having that that bass Crutch. on me for it. It oh, was just Eric, so weird. It's like Eric sang without a bass. <laughs> I don't remember this. I don't remember this. I've is done that it a few times since. But oh, like, my God. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, yeah Eric, Eric, so became front, Eric became Elvis. No, I, was, no, I, 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 I don't even remember, but I, I can tell cape. you what it was like. He was like probably doing some double hand. <laughs> oh, my God. That was good. We got to get some more video. Here, Dan has it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, no, like, no, wasn't no, here. that was down in Florida. Great room called the Funky Biscuit down at Boca Raton, Florida. Really, really great people who run it it's just awesome place to yeah. bring it back to to jam cruise like you know yeah. um, <laughs> good job yeah this is like the one big thing that i take away from that is we were sitting in the green room it, i'm 
I might be making this up, but we were talking to him, and didn't he say he had like Paul McCartney's phone number on his phone? And we were like, oh my god! And we like fanboyed about that, and yes. then he were like, and then he was like, yeah, but he like changes it like once every two months. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the one thing I remember. Yes. Right, Jam Cruise. Yeah, Jam no, uh, it was cool because you know Annabelle got up and she's you know she started talking about how there would be nobody else better than to have George kick off Jam Cruise, and he did, and it was just wow. it was awesome, and you know he like just getting to getting to know him a little bit better and and talk with him and have some of the guys from neighbors sit in and play with them they played uh ducks and dan played with with george they did some double bass stuff it was cool but yeah he's uh he's he's an amazing dude he didn't break out in a sweat when he opened up the uh the cruise <laughs> <laughs> no, no it was it was you ever talked to, to him about that no. Hell no. 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 Hell no. I uh I tried to block it out until now. Hell so, no. Yeah. And, and Lebo was on Jam Cruise and we just saw him in here, popped his head in, and I'm yeah. just gonna little sneak uh, preview for nobody that's gonna hear this until after the show, but Lebo's sitting in tonight, huh? Oh yeah. 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 Yes. Cool. yeah. That's mean, another thing. Lebo's too, everywhere. What another thing like, too about Jam Cruise too, it's like, you know, we got to play with George and then we got to play with Lebo. We back neighbor was Lebo's backing band. Which Unbelievable. Is cool. Yeah. And did some tunes with him. And you've got something coming up at Navarro, right? With neighbor. Is that something we can discuss? Uh, uh, yeah. Never mind. Anyway, let's go yeah. back to we realize that. Okay. So, well, I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, caught. Yeah. Um, so, okay. You guys got to get yourself some dinner. You got to get on stage, but I do want to ask Cal something because we're a lot of the musicians that we come across here, Berkeley School of Music. Uh, it's on video. I know. <laughs> he just brought up something from my past. I yeah. won Mr. Richfield High School in Connecticut oh. in 2013, and I made the mistake of telling Zach that. He showed us the video. First of all, the, I've never heard a crowd roar like that in my life. And they announced, so and they pick him up on his shoulders and everything like that. I did not see it's that. It's not a. I didn't, you didn't see get the, it because you fast forward to the beginning of the video. This is not a bad thing. I think it's incredible. <laughs> All right. I'm okay. sorry. I'm no, sorry. no, but tell me a little I'm more sorry. about this. What is it, Mr. Oh, no, no. Oh, my God. Play the video on the podcast. No, 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 no. I was going to go to college or a past high school with Cal about Berkeley School of Music. Yeah. Tell me about it because we are doing things with Mount Tam Media and all other graduates' workshops and getting them involved with meet and greets and all kinds of fun stuff. And we were just meeting so many of you guys. We and we love like, it. When, when you guys are in town, maybe do like workshops for some of the That'd be incredible. kids. Yeah. Uh, Charlie from Charlie Train. Charlie Colleen from, know, from, from uh, Train. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's going to so do many. one. Dave Ellis, who's been on our uh, podcast. Yeah. So but, we're just but anyway, you guys are tell like us about everywhere. that. I just want to hear a little yeah. bit about it. Well, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> Ricky and I both went to Berkeley, obviously wow. different years. Uh, he has way more credits than I do. <laughs> I didn't realize that, Rick. I know. Here we go. Again. Yeah. 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 My, my Berkeley experience, I recommend to anybody that is wanting to study music and has a passion for studying that, that side of music, whether it be music theory or music <laughs> production or even music business, you know, I definitely think that that goes for all schools, you know, all like incredible music schools, you know, I had a great experience there. I wasn't there for that long because I was playing more shows than I was in classrooms. Cup of coffee, at least. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, I think that the biggest part of going to a school like that is just taking in every, not only playing with everybody that you can, but just go and sit in on some classes because I would just email teachers and say, hey, like, 
would it be okay if I just popped in and you're three o'clock? Wow. And I didn't, I didn't have a credit for that or anything like that. I would go to every single seminar that they'd held at, you know, the concert hall there or anything I could get to the entire time. And I also want to give a thanks to my dad for calling me every morning at seven in the morning and kicking my ass and saying, you need to get to every single thing there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, yeah. Thank God that for the parents. Awesome. Saying, yeah. That's shout awesome. out to dad. Yeah. yeah. He still does that today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. But it's, it's really good How reinforcement. You, um, your experience there. I had a great experience there. It was, I went there after the first I went to Bryant University. I thought that I wanted to do business full time, and it just didn't work out. <laughs> what a bummer! I uh, I also got recruited to play golf there. I played Division Two golf. Really? That's nice. Yeah, and um, and then I just decided that there was you know there was enough music there. A story with Bryant was I was uh, looking to try to form a band at Bryant and um, I put some flyers around campus, you know, meet me in the auditorium if you're interested in, in playing music. And I went down to the auditorium at the time and there was like 15 people there and I was like, awesome. There's like people who want to play music. And they thought that I was going to teach them how to play music. Oh, oh, whoops! <laughs> and that was kind of like, okay, I think I'm out of here. Yeah. And I went to uh, Berkeley and did music business, which was a much better fit. And I had the time of my life there. Is that where you met Lyle? Lyle our neighbors. went down. We were, yeah, we were oh, next door right. neighbors. That's right. right. But he went down, he went to uh, the New England Conservatory okay. down the street. Right. And, um, but the music business was, it was amazing. It was the program. It was weird because you know you didn't get any real life experience until you got out that's for sure and yeah. then you have to figure out how to apply mm -hmm. yeah everything that you learn which School is tricky knocks yeah. it's tricky you about managers and how to avoid all the like that <laughs> I mean, they did but it was more on a like a more like huge national touring level like how to be britney spears's manager right, right. so you know it's not like yeah. you get out and you're going to get the gig yeah. being you know mariah carey's manager or mm -hmm. whoever you know you know you get out and you eat dust you know yeah. like, that's like it. they don't te teach finance in high school no. either, but they right? give you the opportunity to do it and you can go as hard and you know get in as much involved as you can like i uh i ran berkeley's record label mm -hmm. which was awesome heavy wow. rotation records and actually this this other co-director jess wolf i don't know if you know her but she's in uh Luci is it lucius Lucius, yeah. Lucius, yeah. And she's also performing with Roger Waters, which is awesome. Wow. So, wow. you know, it's bring it a circle. Yeah, yeah. A circle. it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Good so stuff. you know, Amazing. it's it's great, but don't just get out and think that you're gonna just boom right to the top. Like you know, you gotta just take everything in, yeah. and then when you go out, just baby steps. Yeah. Apply it the you best know, you can. And listen huh? to everybody. Listen yeah. to everybody and get as much real world experience as you possibly that's, can. That's such great Fantastic. advice. But Berkeley gives you all the tools to do and it. And the thing is, I've heard, this is the most I've heard about the business side of it, which is very important, yeah. right? I mean, I mean, look yeah. at what you're doing now. Yeah. I mean, the business, right? <laughs> right? It is. I mean, it's um, great. The day before I went to Berkeley, my very first day, like before orientation, my entire family and I drove to Saratoga, New York to go see John Mayer. And it was... 2013. I know you're laughing about no, that. No, 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 John's great. Oh, John's amazing. I think I've seen like a hundred John Mayer shows. Yes, Cal, no, but can we to go back to Ridgefield. Was it? He, he grew he, up in Fairfield. He played. He played for the competition, Mr. Ridgefield High. He played a John Mayer song. <laughs> no, that's why I was laughing. Yeah. Everything's oh, full circle. John, can John's you awesome. Can you have a copy of just somebody else? <laughs> I actually. 
made sure that the performance part of it, the guy took down. So, <laughs> but anyway, the day before Berkeley, we drove to Saratoga, New York at SPAC and saw John Mayer and we were walking around on Caroline street in Saratoga. And I saw the bass player, Aaron Sterling and the drummer, Sean Hurley and his guitar player at the time, Zane Carney. And we talked to them and I love those guys. They all like, they still play, they still produce, they do incredible things. But I was talking to them and I took a picture with those guys and I was like, yeah, I'm going to Berkeley tomorrow. And he's like, oh, that's really cool. And then like Sean Hurley and Aaron Sterling kind of like put their arm around me and was like, you should drop out as soon as you can. <laughs> uh, so there's the was, other side of the advice. Yeah, yeah. Coins. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was that was pretty funny. I mean, but there's a thing going around that says, you know, if you don't graduate, you're going to make it. You're if make you do it. graduate, yeah, I, you're I, get, I get the yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that in America, I think that music education is an incredibly important thing. And <laughs> I think... I, I think that it should be taught in every single school at every single level. Yeah, and that's true. For I, sure. I think that it's there. Obviously, there's the business side of it, but I think that music at the core of everything is yeah. like the soundtrack to life and breathing. And I think that that's an important thing to distill in kids as early on as possible. All right. And with that, with that, that's beautiful, Cal. Actually, uh, with that, we'll, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, Eric, Eric, you can let's say Eric have the last word here. Zach, is there anything you want to say? about Shrewsbury Elementary School. Uh, Zach got arrested in a parking lot smoking that weed. Thing? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> cut it! Cut! 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 Uh, Thank you, good night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drop the mic. Yeah. No, you know what? You could be in like, you could be the shortest kid in the grade in like second grade and because of that you're really fast and then you're one of the fastest kids in the grade <laughs> and you eat a lot of McRibs for lunch. Maybe you have the sticker in the bottom of your tray to get a free icy dessert and then look where you are now. Yeah. That's, that's all, you know what I'm saying? Hey, just well, We're dropping the mic. Hey, guys, have a great show tonight. We Thank you so much for all the time. Yeah, we thought it'd be 10 guys. minutes, but thank this is awesome. Hey, yeah. great interviewing. Yeah, thank you, brother. Thank you. I can't wait to hear the music. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys. Right on. We'll talk later. Yeah, All right. Thanks so Bye. much. Thanks for listening to Tales from the Green Room, a presentation of Mount Tam Media. You can hear more spontaneous stories from the secluded confines of green rooms on our next episode. To experience all Mount Tam Media productions, including the Woman or Smarter podcast, log on to mounttammedia.com. We'll see you at the next show. Well, American Man.